This is the Joyful Mama Show. We want to help you take actionable steps toward dreams that have more impact, family life that has more peace, and motherhood that has more joy. We think that it's time for moms to rise up in entrepreneurship and change the world. But let's face it, it's hard to sort through all of the ways we get stuck in our own heads and all of the things we feel like we're supposed to be doing. How can we change the world when we're overwhelmed with trying not to feel overwhelmed about homeschooling or power struggles with our kids or taking care of our own hearts, our bodies, and our minds? We want to give you the tools to find rest, joy, and healing while also taking your business and your dreams to the next level. You know you were made for more than hustle. You can feel that you were made for more than the lies that hold you back. And we believe that you were made for amazing things that impact the kingdom of God and the people that God has given you to impact for Him. You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving. And we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become. So with us, we have, you know, the blended family situation. And so I have kids in our home that are homeschooled and then kids that go to public school. And with there being the public school um, siblings who get a summer break, it was really hard for me to try to get our yeah. homeschool kids to go all the way through the year. Cause it's like, that's not fair when they're home on summer break, they right. just get it, you know, so we do take a summer break, but yeah, I, I let go of the expectation that we have to get to the end of this book. I let go of that. And there's times where, yeah, we take a day off and then double up the next day. There's times where we, um, take a few days off and maybe do some stuff like in the car on the road. Um, there's total freedom. And again, with you being the teacher and you being the facilitator, the organizer or whatever, the one who's overseeing all those things, you're really modeling so much more than just, you know, like the whole compartmentalizing the areas of your life. It's like, what I love is that it's not school and then home and family. And then like, we're doing it all together. So they're learning how to live from a place of wholeness and who you are goes with you everywhere. And so there's not like me at school and then me at home and then me at dance practice and then me at whatever, like wherever you are, there you are. And that's who you are. And we want you to come. We want to develop you into this person who is emotionally intelligent, relationally advanced, who knows how to work through conflict, who knows how to handle, oh gosh, there's a bird that... (laughs) right outside the door and it looked like it was going to come in the room. That was like, sorry, super distracted. Um, so when you're the mom and the teacher, you get to really pour into all those areas in a classroom setting when you're managing a bunch of kids and you have an agenda because you have, you know, it's your job. Um, the, it's just a totally different dynamic than when you're at home and it can be like, Hey, you seem super frustrated. What's going on? How are you feeling? Do you need, like, I've had times really where the kids, maybe their sleep schedule was off or they had sugar, or maybe they just have something going on in another relationship or whatever. They've just got stuff and they've got energy and they can't sit still. Like I've had them like run laps, like go, go outside and run three laps around the house. And then let's come back and try again. Like you can't do that, you know? If you have kids, like 20 kids in a, in a elementary school classroom, but when you're at home, you can be like, 
hey, go whatever, and then come back and we'll try again. And the even like the, I hear a lot of parents say like, I don't, I want them to have socialization. I want them to have a lot of friends. I want them to know how to handle real life situations. And to that, I would just say, there's no <laughs> realer life situation than being with the same people all day, every day, the things that come up, the things you have to work through. I was recently reading an article and it was talking about the the cool thing about homeschooling. Um, and you can talk about what you were saying about this too, Sarah, about getting to kind of filter relationships and have somewhat of a say in who your kids choose as friends, but which I think is really important, but deep over wide. And so you're modeling in even your relationship and being together all the time. How, how does a deep and real relationship work through all these things? Cause we don't get an eight hour break. You know, it's not, we're, we're pushing through, we have to work through this because no one's going anywhere. This is like, and so then when they have other friendships and when they have, you know, relationships with other family members and people outside of their parents. They have these skills to work through things. They're more resilient. They're more sensitive because you've had to ask them the questions like, what are you feeling? What's going on? How do we navigate this? How can we push through? Is this something where we need to walk away? Or is this something where you need to learn to like, you know, carry on? (laughs) Um, And so I've seen with my kids. Yeah. I, I remember being in public school, man, so many opportunities for just petty silly things that have no bearing on um like the fruit of them wasn't necessarily i gained skills the fruit wasn't necessarily i became a better person the fruit was like my feelings got hurt and it was super dysfunctional whereas with i see with my daughters now who are homeschooled and who have always been homeschooled they have fewer friends but the friends they have their deep relationships and i play a role in their relationships and because a lot of times I am friends with their parents or, you know, there's just a lot of connection. They'll come to me like, Hey, this happened in this friendship. And they said this, or I see this, how should I address it? What would you do? Um, so you even get to have a voice in things that you may not, if they were gone for eight hours a day, you get to be playing integral role in how they handle relational conflict, how they handle just, especially as they're getting into teenage years, like boy stuff, all the things that, um, you know, really matter and who they're becoming and how they'll handle, you know, the, the most, I think you said this in one of the sessions, Sarah, like what determines a person's success way more than intelligence, you know, just mental intelligence, whatever I'm trying to say is emotional intelligence, relational intelligence, those skills are paramount. And if they can learn from you how to interact well with people, how to communicate, how to work through things that are hard. Again, I think that's just another huge thing that makes you the perfect teacher because you are equipping them in higher level things than you would be able to, if you were just focusing on the five core subjects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for me, like you know, I wasn't like Liz where I'm like, I just want to be with my kids all day long. <laughs> like so totally it, for me, it's <laughs> like, I was never struggling with like, Oh, I'm, am I too much of like a helicopter parent or like, you know, am I too much? Like, I was like, sure. Go wait for eight hours. I'll see you. You know? Um, so for me, it's more like forcing me to have to be an integral part of 
all these areas of their lives. And like, it's, it's forcing me to have to um, bring them into everything that I am, am a part of. And like you said, even having like their friends or my friends, kids, a lot of the times, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I do get like, I do get to kind of help them navigate like, Hey, this is a really good friend for you. So I'm going to put them in your life. Like I'm going to make sure you guys have like, cause we're not super busy. We're not running from thing to thing. You know, we have a ton of time homeschool edu- or the academics is really only 25% of our homeschool. Um, so we have a lot of time to get together and be intentional with other kids and other, you know, families where we can, um, I'm like, yes, that boy, <laughs> that looks like a good friend for you. Like, I'm going to make sure you guys get some time together. And yeah. I just happen to love their mom, you know, like, um, yes. even if I didn't, you know, like, Hey, let's drop our kids off at each other's houses. Like I have a friend right now, we're in conversation. Like, how can we get our kids together? Um, like every other week where, you know, I'll take them to her house and she'll take them to my house because we really want our kids to be around each other. And, you know, they're all homeschooled and we want quality kids around our kids. And I know for me, like in public school, I was like longing for deep friendships for so long and I didn't get it until I graduated and I left school (laughs) and I went to a place where there was like, oh, a bunch of people that love Jesus. Wow. It's great to have a friend that loves Jesus. I didn't have any Jesus loving friends at school. And, mm-hmm. you know, all <laughs> the fruit of what I got in public school was, you know, I had to get a lot of counseling. <laughs> like, there were some mean kids there. And my parents there are there. Like, they didn't see it. They mm-hmm. weren't, you know, involved in my daily school life. The teacher mm-hmm. was. And if the teacher didn't notice, then I didn't bring it up. You know, like, so you are just you're forced to be and get to be some of you an integral part of your kids um, upbringing in so many ways. So I guess we can end on that, that if the Lord's calling you to homeschool, then he thinks you're the perfect teacher for your kids. And if he thinks it, who is anyone else to say anything different? Who are you? Who are the people around you? Um, Don't let them have a say where they don't their voice doesn't belong because if the Lord is calling you to this, then like be confident in it, go forward and, you know, don't listen to the, the lies or the voices inside or voices around you mm-hmm. telling you otherwise. It's so good. You guys have all heard. I'm sure that you're, we are all the sum total of the five people we spend the most time with. Um, so I, you know, choose my friends very carefully. I choose my mentors and my coaches very carefully. I'm picky about who gets my time. And it's because I know, and I've seen it. Oh my goodness. I think back to my junior high years, who was my best friend in junior high? What choices was she making? I tell you what, my choices were not very different. Um, so when you up level and upgrade who you keep company with, you upgrade who you are and who you become. And so again, because no one's more committed to who your children are becoming than you, there's no one better for them to spend their time with because what you want them to be, guess what? By default, you're probably becoming that and working towards that yourself because you want to set the best example. The thing like the Holy spirit will call you out on things. Cause you're like, sometimes our standards for our kids are higher than they are for ourselves. Cause we want so badly for them to have the best and be the best. Um, and so then you'll get this little prick, like, well, maybe you should grow in that area too. Let's work on that with you too. And it's, you know, like you said, Sarah, getting to 
to choose somewhat their friendships, but there's also the beauty of multi-generational friendships and letting them be around your friends and letting them be around other families that are healthy and that are echoing what you're pouring into them. That is so much more valuable than them being in a room of 20 or 30 of their peers, I think, because they're getting maturity and they're getting wisdom and they're not just, um, it's not just this like hodgepodge of like all these different, like it's by design. It's not like in a manipulative, like cult, like I'm trying to force them to be like this thing, but it is very intentional. I'm intentional about who we hang out with. I'm intentional about who my kids are surrounded with. And the fruit of that is good. Real quick. I recently, this summer, I had a conversation with some of my closest homeschool mom friends and I said, Hey, like we have the opportunity to really so important to each other's kids. Like I didn't have adults that poured into me as a kid. Um, my mom, my parents didn't have friends, you know, like it was very like, I go home, I go to school, but I was like, we can have like, let's be super intentional about pouring into each other's kids and being like mentors and whatever you're saying, I'm going to back you up. And like, I'm going to pour like, just like they're my kids, I'm going to value your kids. And so like you create those kind of cultures and relationships within your friendships too. Like, Hey, I want to be super intentional this year about loving your kids well and about really caring about them and like what's important and having conversations with them. And like, will you do that with my kids? You know, like that's so important to have another adult outside your parents that believes in you and thinks you're awesome. Like, um, that's, that's rare, even in the church. And so, you know, we can be intentional about like that multi-generational relationship thing too. Yeah. Well, the trip that I'm on right now, you guys, I'm in Arizona with a friend that I'm in business with. She brought one of her daughters. I brought one of mine. Her daughter is 21. So she's this like cool college age. She's actually an entrepreneur. She's not in college, but, and then I brought my 11 year old and the dynamics of that, like the two moms who were super like-minded and love each other and are alike in a lot of ways. And then this 21 year old who my 11 year old thinks is like the coolest person on the planet and who is also very aligned and loves Jesus and is, you know, she was homeschooled. So anyway, her pouring into my 11 year old. And like, we just, we had breakfast at this little farm place and I bought them matching shirts. And I kid you not, my 11 year old is probably thinking like the highlight of the trip is that she got to get a matching shirt with this 21 year old who she looks up to. So it's like, um, that's just like a small example, but we have the freedom for her to come with me on this business trip because we homeschool. She brought some workbooks with her anyway. So hopefully this cast vision for what, um, it can look like and how you can do it and you are the best person to do it. And, um, if you guys have any questions or anything you're dealing with personally around this topic, feel free to drop it in the comments. I also, if you guys haven't in the joyful mama community group, there's an interview we did with, um, one of my mentors, Karen Lewis. Um, it was a bonus session to the challenge we did back in December. Was that December that we did that? It should be in guide Two. Okay. Guide Two. highly, highly recommend if you're feeling unqualified or dealing with any kind of like, I don't know if I have what it takes to do this, please go watch that interview that we did with Karen and you will feel so, so encouraged. It, it will pour life into you. Okay. Thanks for being with us. And we love you all so much. Bye. To get our free heart-centered homeschooling ebook or to book a breakthrough call about homeschooling or business with Sarah, 
visit the links in the description of this podcast. Also, we always want to hear your questions or ideas for new podcasts. So do please slide into our DMs on Instagram or post in our Facebook group. We would love to hear from you. 